All right. Uh, looking forward to this week. Um, looking forward to getting back to work. And uh, I mean, obviously not not feeling all that great about the loss, but uh, the opportunity for us to move on and get better and uh, perform a lot better than we did the last two weeks now. So uh, I got to get off this losing streak and uh, best way to do it is get back to work, get to practice, work hard, stay focused on our next opponent and then learn, also learn from the mistakes and uh, shortcomings that we had o over the weekend against Baylor, who was a really good team. And uh, obviously the rank, they, they, their only loss came to, I think, Oklahoma State, who's uh, ranked as well. So a uh, really cool environment, good team, big, big team, physical team. And uh, we, we didn't match uh, their physical presence well enough to, to earn a victory. So hoping to change that. Uh, really good opponent in Washington State. We're going on the road again. So uh, looking forward to getting back out there and seeing fans in a different region of the country. Really appreciate the fans showing up for the, for the game at Baylor. Uh, there's a lot of royal blue out there and, and really appreciate them and their support. I'm looking forward to getting the, the same type of support that we get in uh, around the country and now being in the Northwest. So um, looking forward to the matchup. Uh, they're coming off of, uh, off of some wins and um, they're playing really good football right now. And you'll see what they're doing on offense, defense, and special teams. Uh, they're very explosive, uh, well-coached team. And so it'll be, be a tough match for us. We, we need to be ready to roll. So. Um, need to play at our best in order for us to to put ourselves in a position to get the win. So looking forward to the matchup. Uh, I know they'll be well coached and I know their fans will be excited and um, just just want to get to this game already. Thanks coach. We'll have questions from Mitch and then Jake followed by Jay. Kalani is, is not having a, a bye week yet taking a toll on your team at this point of the season? You know I, I don't I don't know uh, how it's affected other teams that have had bye week already, but bye weeks usually help and get get the team healthy, um, get them get them a little focused on not having to. I mean, the hard part a lot of people don't realize is that the practice, the week of practice, we we need to be physical and, and put the pads on and strike, and so it's not like the week of practice is that easy either. But I don't know any other way to, to prep for teams than to, to practice it. So. Uh, we'll, we'll practice really physical and, um, and and you know expect that to show up in the game. Uh, the unfortunate part is we felt like we had a great week of practice and didn't transfer over. So there's some disconnect there. That's my job to figure it out. Um, but I don't think taking it easy in practice is going to be the key. But yeah, I mean, everybody takes advantage of the bye week. That we're midseason, so there's guys that are banged up and guys that are playing through some injury. Guys aren't aren't 100. That's that's the game of football, and so um, you know we're, we're depending on depth and and talent. But sometimes the inexperience shows up a little bit. But uh, it's time to grow up and get better and and, and uh, toughen up. So that, you know we're we're uh, we're not 100. percent But neither is Washington State. Neither was Baylor. There's there's a lot of guys that are banged up right now. That's what happens in in the game of football throughout the season. Just got to tough it out. You watched the, the the film from that Baylor game. Much was made about the, the familiarity between the coaching staffs. Was there anything that maybe stood out where you felt Baylor knew what was coming in that game, uh, whether offensively and defensively, from you guys? Well, we knew what they were going to try to do, which is establish the run game. I know Grimy and his uh, personality and, and what he wants to try to establish an identity as an offense, and that's to run the ball. 
we couldn't stop it on defense, and that really bugs me. So we got to figure out a way to do it. And I'm more disappointed and frustrated with the fundamentals of the game and, and the technique I am rather than the, the, the scheme more than anything. I mean, we had 11 guys out there playing, but I don't think we tackled well enough. I don't think we got off blocks, and I don't think we're physical enough. So defensively, you need to be more physical. And that's surprising to hear, but we also need to get some guys back and some leadership to take take ownership of, of the defensive front. <clears throat> you know, we we played a lot more physical in other games, and so it'd be nice to get some guys back and, and back to normal form, which means that they bring that, that physical mindset to the line of scrimmage. And so that we need that on offense, and we obviously need it on defensive line as well. I mean, the offense and defensive line. That's something that I'm... I want to own as a co as a coach. I want, I want to have our presence felt. Our identities that O line D line need to show up for us to have a chance. You may have partially answered my question in your previous answer, but do you envision any alignment changes or scheme changes to your defense to try to address the issues you've had? Yeah, of course. We're open for all of that. Yep. That's. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not open to change. I'm not like close to changing. So whether it's scheme, personnel, whatever it may be, uh, let's get the best 11 out there. Let's find a way to match up. I mean, Washington State's a much different matchup than Baylor. Baylor just decided they're going to go big and, and, and just, you know, shove the run, the run down our throat. And we didn't respond the right way. And so if, if um, Washington State decides to do that, fine. But we got to toughen up. I mean, we... If they decide to do it with t with a ten personnel group, which is what they run most of the time with four wides, they're spread. But if they decide to to run the ball and spread and and, and lean on that heavily, then uh, we're gonna have to figure it out how to stop the run. And then if you can get a team to be uh, more uh, one sided and and and, and um, becomes a little bit more predictable, if you know that you can shut down the run by just being more physical, then that's that's a huge advantage, and that worked the other way against us uh, in the Baylor game. And credit to Baylor and their 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 line; they, they they took it to us, and we did not respond the right way. Now let's see what happens this week if we respond the right way. You talked about being one-dimensional on offense. There, your offense was one-dimensional in that game by and large. Three hundred forty-two passing yards, but just sixty-eight rushing yards. Was that just a, a product of the game you guys trying to play catch-up and having to abandon the run game, or did you, did you see something that you hoped to get the run game going again? Maybe a little of both. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know if we took advantage of uh, full advantage of all the big plays that we had in, in, in the passing game, uh, but I, I know that. Um, we're a much better team if we can run the ball and throw the ball, you know, and, and uh, they had that advantage. We didn't, you know, so um, whatever it is, we've got to figure it out, whether it's the, the run scheme or the or the uh, personnel. I mean, we're obviously down a couple guys, but I don't like using the excuse of injury. We feel like we're a deep team, um, but we've got to run the ball better, and, and I, I think we have – a good stable of running backs to, to run the ball. So um, we're going to need, need them to step up. We need the O-line to step up. We need everyone to step up and make plays. And uh, It's not one one side. It's all three phases can improve. And, and I think the ones that get most of the, most of the uh, attention is the offense and defense. And those two phases need to improve. And we need to see it now. I need to see it now. And it needs to happen today. So I'm uh, really frustrated that, that – the performance. Uh, I mean, Baylor might have been a better team and might have won the game, but it should not have looked like that. To me, 
up front. And that's where it's got to change. Lonnie, uh, Eliza just said you lost three defensive linemen uh, in that game. Um, anything season, end season ending? Any of those injuries? guys out for the year we're still evaluating it um one is not confirmed yet Chikapalu. we'll see uh we're still uh, i think we'll get some information later today I, I don't have that answer for you jay but uh, one may appear to be that way um the others were hoping not too long but we'll if this again this is one one of those where they're not considered out this week but i don't think they're going to be 100 percent so it's, it's an opportunity for some young guys to step up. And all I'm going to require those young guys to do is be tough and physical when they get in the game. The situation going on with Coach Rolo at uh, Washington State, is that any concern of yours at all with his situation? Will that impact any way that you prepare for this game? You know, I, I've been so into um, our season and our games, I haven't even looked into that as much. I mean, I've literally just found out about all the you know I don't, I don't think I know enough about it to even make a comment to be honest with you I, I got other things to worry about I know coach Rolo and he's a good coach and he has a really good staff and so I, I'm not sure I'm the expert enough to, to comment on that I, I'm trying to get our team to get off of this stinking losing streak man that's frustrating me right now and all my attention's on that but um, no I, I, I think it'd be I don't think I have enough information to make a comment jay sorry yeah that's fair i just uh it is obviously dominating headlines so um we'll obviously be mentioning it but i, I understand well, that um, i'm not reading i'm not question. i'm not reading a lot of headlines right now <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think i've been reading them all all year but i mean i i, I get it i i i mean i it's, it's not like i'm closed off to what's going on in the world but i i don't know enough about that specific situation and um appeals and all that I have no idea I'm still kind of fresh to it but and then I think all my attention has to be on football on BYU football I just wanted to ask you about coaching the Barrington brothers and three sets of brothers what kind of dynamic does that bring to a team to have that many sets of brothers well I mean they at all more than anything they just treat the whole team like like family um, because they have family on the team and I I know what it's like. I played with my little brother here at BYU too. So, and we played here while our oldest brother was at, at Utah. So, um, for us, it's just it's easy to, to just consider everyone your family, and uh, you can see that those guys have a connection to the rest of the group and the rest of the team, and it's really uh, contagious, you know. And the way the Barringtons treat treat each other, but also they're hard on each other too. And I mean, mostly because Clark's the older one, but he expects a lot from from Campbell and. But you, you see them, the way they lead, the way they treat each other, they, that also extends to the, their teammates. And so there's that, that love and, and appreciation for each other, but then there's also the ability to get after each other. So I'm hoping, hoping they, they, they get that done this week, that we can figure out some things and um, you know, challenge their teammates. And as coaches, we've got to do the same thing. We need to see improved play, especially from, from uh, our linemen. Okay, let's go with a question from Sean Walker and then a follow-up from Mitch. Yeah, Coach, this may be something uh, pretty quick to, to answer, but I just kind of wanted to check with you because uh, A-Rod said during your show this morning that it, it sounds like Joe and Harris are getting 
pretty close to to kind of full recovery, full activity with you guys. Do you have any sort of an update that you can give us on them and their situation? I mean, I don't know. I, I know that there's a chance that they'll play, so that's good, you know. But we have to see what they look like in practice today. Um, obviously, we want them back. They're they're two starters for us. Um, Mason was able to come back last week. Mason Wake and and I, he's not 100% in that game, but um, you know we're hoping that he'll be healthier this week. So that, as we start to get these guys back and get them, you know, get them back on the field. The, the key is the first, first of all, for them to clear protocol with um, with the trainers, and then once they do that, we we can practice them, and then once we they feel like they're ready to, for full contact, then we can obviously play them in the game. So that's kind of how it works, and I don't control all that, but I, I want them all on the field. Kalani, yeah. I, that's kind of a theme today, it seems like, but just another personnel question for you. George Udo came into the season recovering from an injury. He suffered a little bit of a setback against Baylor. Is his situation long-term? Um, no, no, it's not long-term. So if, if, if you're asking, because he, he injured his ACL last year, and um, still, no, he did not re-injure the ACL. So we're, we're looking at something, uh, a different injury, and so not sure if he'll be ready for this week as well, but... Um, I had to see a little bit more today. We got a little bit of information yesterday, but not enough to um, discount them out for the week. But again, it's I, I don't know how you can you can play in a game Saturday if you can't practice. You know, this week I it just I have a hard time sitting a kid out and getting him healthy and never really practicing full reps, and then all of a sudden get to the game Saturday and expect him to perform. I just that's not how we work here. Then I wanted to ask you about uh, Washington State's quarterback, Jaden Delora. Uh, he was coming out of St. Louis High School in Hawaii, and I know your staff extended a scholarship offered to him. Did you get to know him at all in the recruiting process when he was uh, coming out of St. Louis High? Yeah, I mean, really, really good player. Just looking at his athleticism, and he's got he's, he has a uh, a lot of confidence on the field, and the, and the players play off of that. And you look at when they when they win, it's when he's doing well. Um, but he's so athletic and he can run. Uh, I mean, that, that, that's something that I think adds to his game. He's, he's always a threat to extend the play. Um, but for, for a young guy, he has great poise and uh, just gets rid of the ball quickly. Most of Rolo's quarterbacks do that. They get rid of the ball quickly. They have their, their timing down. And so it's hard to, to, um, to shake these guys, you know. And, 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 uh, and for, for Delore, he's, he's got a great presence, man. And, and he can take over a game. We just, we, it'll be a tough task. We're, you know, the reason why we liked him in the recruiting process too, because we think he, he's a, he's a big time game, game, uh, you know, a playmaker. And so um, that'll be tough for us. But, you know, we're, we're up for it and we'll see what happens. We'll see what we can do scheme wise to, to match up against what they do. They're spread team. So it's a, it's a, it's a difficult deal where you got, you know, some great skill like they have and spread them wide out and then, they have a running back that's really physical in in, in uh, Borgie that can break tackles. So uh, really familiar with with what Wazoo's doing and seeing them throughout the years in my coaching. They have that, that same type of personality, uh, some tough kids in, in, on their team and, and a really, really cool area where they play and a great fan base. So uh, looking forward to going back there and playing in that game. Oh, question from Jake. 
Kalani, it may not be the purest version of the run and shoot, but how difficult of an offense is the run and shoot to defend? Yeah, it, the reason why it's not your typical run and shoot is because it, the run and shoot is has um, evolved, you know, and so they've added a lot more to their scheme, a lot of different plays to their to their call sheet, and that's what Rolo does. He, he's always advancing, and we've we've played against Rolo enough where. You just can't. It's not always the same, you know. Some teams run the same offense, regardless of the personnel. And I think uh, Rollo and his staff—they do a great job at, at utilizing the right people and getting the ball um, to the right players, to their playmakers. And they happen to have a bunch of them, and that's why they go spread. They're all mostly four wideouts right now. And and I I really think their the running back is is uh, probably underrated. He he he. I've seen him throughout the years and plays that he makes and. Um, and they, they have a, they have a good a good crew there. So with their running backs and the, I think their O line is big physical. It's hard to penetrate that O line as far as getting past rush. And um, with their timing, the run and shoots is a timing scheme. The timing it's hard to get get to the quarterback. And uh, we, we when we faced Hawaii, we faced them a few times. It's hard to to get there. Uh, regardless of how many you bring, and that's uh, a lot what the run and shoot's all about. But to have quarterbacks know where the, where the ball goes that quickly and to recognize um, uh, coverage and pressures, uh, that that's something special, and, and that's something that that's right up uh, you know, Delar's uh, uh, capabilities. And can I just get a quick thought from you? Uh, just looking at their defense, the funny thing is this team for years under Mike Leach was known for the offense, but the defense seems to be have become a strength for them under Rolo. Yeah, very solid, and I know a lot of those, a lot of the coaches on the defensive side, and uh, I, I think they play with great technique and, and assignment sound football. You don't see a lot of mistakes happen on on their their side, and so if you beat them, it's because you you actually uh, you you beat them on the field. It, it's not like some scheme's gonna gonna um, take take it, uh, advantage of them. They're well coached, a lot of experience on that side too, and uh, and their kids are tough, and, and uh, they're. They're a really good tackler, so I think it's going to be a good matchup for our offense. Defensively, it's a good matchup for us, and you know we're, we're no, we know they're going to get our um, we're going to get their best, and I, I just we need our our best to show up this weekend. <clears throat> hey, thank you, Coach. Appreciate your time this morning. All right, guys. This week, be safe. Thanks.